Hey everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're out there and enjoying the start of another great week. Hopefully you're looking forward to some exciting things this week. I'm here with your daily health update for Monday, July the 9th, 2018. I'm going to share some valuable tidbits of information for you when it comes to health and wellness. We're not going to diagnose, cheat, prevent, or cure any illness or disease in our brief time together today, but we may just inspire you or ignite a flame to take some positive action with your health and wellness, which is always done best in conjunction with a healthcare provider so that you can personalize, individualize, and customize any decisions and options so they're specific and best for you. Do wood-burning stoves increase dementia risk? Swedish Swedish researchers monitored the health status of 1,800 individuals for nearly 20 years and found that participants who lived in areas with a higher utilization of wood-burning stoves had an elevated risk for dementia. Though further research is necessary, the results suggest that exposure to air pollution from wood-burning stoves may be an independent risk factor for dementia. That from the PLOS1 journal, June 2018. I think the environment has more and more contaminants and um, things that our body has to be deal with that create oxidative damage. And um, oxidative damage can definitely affect the cells in the body, including those in the brain. And uh, one of the options is to avoid exposure to envi- environmental contaminants that can challenge our body beyond what it can easily detoxify and or we increase the body's exposure to antioxidants which is one of the leading uh, theories in aging is uh, uh, oxidative stress so by increasing your antioxidant intake you may be able to balance out some of that environmental exposure as well Uh, This health alert says that a lack of quality care leads to millions of deaths worldwide. An analysis of diseases in 130 low- and middle-income countries that lack quality health care showed that 8 million people die needlessly each year, costing those countries a total of about $6 economically. Experts say it's important to attach a monetary cost to the loss of human life because those numbers can provide economic incentives that spur changes in policy and health care investment aimed at saving lives. That from the Journal of Health Affairs, June 2018. Kind of makes sense that uh, health is directly tied into uh, a country's uh, wealth and prosperity as well as an individual's. In fact, some statistics show that if not the top reason, certainly among the top five reasons for bankruptcy in the United States is because of health-related problems and the cost of care for those conditions uh, when they come up. So much better to be proactive and try and avoid that because it'll save you the grief that's involved on the health side, but could also uh, position you more strongly on the financial side. When it comes to diet, soda consumption and sleep have a connection. Regular soda intake by kids may affect sleep duration. An analysis of data concerning over 5,000 children from around the world found that kids who consume at least one soft drink per day sleep about 12 fewer minutes per night. That from the Public Health Nutrition Journal, April 2018. So another good reason to stay away from those sugary soft drinks, which are pretty much good for nobody. Now listen, once in a while to enjoy, like who doesn't like, you know, like for me, like a Fanta orange or a cream soda. I'm not big on Coke or Pepsi, but sometimes even a Sprite or a 7-Up, an Uncola of some kind, even a root beer. But for me, it's definitely a treat because I don't have them very often. But do I like them? Sure, they taste great. 
but it's uh, it's again in moderation and uh, enjoyed for what it is. I'm not saying that I'm perfect and that that's uh, necessarily uh, the best way to go, but it's uh, certainly better than regular exposure because the research is very clear that uh, there are no nutritional benefits and the risks with regular or, or higher consumption than in moderation or even as a rare treat uh, are good for you uh, to avoid uh, those sugary drinks. On the exercise side, get more active at work. Prolonged sitting at work can cause poor posture, low back pain, and increased risk for cardiovascular disease and diabetes. To combat the negative effects of long periods of sitting, the American Council on Exercise recommends the following. Standing for a few minutes every hour, sitting on a gym ball for half an hour per day to activate your core muscles, participating in walking meetings, doing some wall push-ups, squats, and calf raises throughout the day, working out or taking a walk during your lunch hour, biking or walking to work, and practicing yoga or meditation to help reduce stress. That from the American Council on Exercise, May 2018. Love these ideas. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a physiotherapist in my neighborhood said she'd like to meet, and uh, we did, and uh, you know, we were going to go to a coffee shop, and we met, and, we, and she said, you know, let's go for a walk instead. And I said, great. So we spent uh, the next 45 minutes just walking and talking and uh, sharing some ideas and learning more about what each other does and um, much better than sitting at a table and, uh, and having coffee, which again is okay sometimes. Um, but boy, when you have an opportunity to change it up, especially if your day involves a, long, a lot of sitting, um, then that's a good way to change it up. Now, standing for a few minutes every hour is definitely better than nothing, but man, it'd be so much better if people could aim for five to even 10 minutes every 30. I know it sounds like it's going to take a big chunk of time out of your day, but um, your productivity will probably be uh, higher. You'll get more things done in less time and with better quality when you take those breaks. So find something that works for you to um, uh, get that done. At our clinic, we teach everybody a 90 to two minute, 90 second to two minute protocol that they can flow through multiple times a day that will remind their body that it can do more than what it's uh, been doing during the day with that prolonged sitting, but it also activates it, stimulates it, it becomes a positive trigger, gets the heart rate up a bit and um, gets those creative juices flowing. So uh, it's a great protocol and I think everybody should learn it and that's why we teach it to every person who comes in as part of whatever injury or neck or back pain or knee pain or whatever this protocol is universal uh, with its benefit across the board on the wellness and prevention side sunscreen tips the american academy of dermatology offers the following information about sunscreen broad spectrum sunscreen means it can protect you from both uva and uvb sun rays which helps prevent skin cancer early skin aging and sunburn sunburn protection factor defines how protective the sunscreen is the higher the number the greater the level of protection no sunscreen is waterproof but some are water resistant for 40 to 80 minutes sunscreen should be reapplied every two hours and a chemical sunscreen absorbs the sun's rays while a physical sunscreen protects you by deflecting the sun's rays that's from the american academy of dermatology june 2018 um, personally i believe that people should avoid the sun exposure uh, for longer than a certain period of time i don't think the sun is bad but i think definitely the burns are the problem they're cumulative over a lifetime um, and the best thing to do is wear sun protective clothing or stay in the shade when you've exceeded the amount of time that you should be in the sun every day. I don't like the idea necessarily and the research it doesn't clearly support that this is a bad thing and maybe the benefits of sunscreen definitely outweigh the negatives. Um, but if you can avoid it just by not being in the sun, I think that's even better for you uh, to some extent. 
And then uh, I've heard, and some of the research will tell you that the higher the SPF, uh, there's a threshold there. There's a tipping point where the higher the number, it isn't necessarily that much more proportionately protective uh, than what you're paying for or that you need uh, in terms of the chemical exposure. So there's a certain SPF there, and that may be worth researching just for yourself. So you choose the right SPF that works for you and your family. And finally, on the chiropractic side of things, looking down may increase the risk for neck pain. Among a group of 38 young adults with no history of neck, shoulder, or back pain, researchers found that engaging in just 10 minutes of static neck flexion, looking downward at a smartphone, for example, resulted in potentially harmful changes in cervical sensory motor control. That's neck sensation motor control or movement control. More specifically, the research team observed that prolonged neck flexion or bending the neck forward led to impairments in both the participants' ability to return their head to a neutral position and to quickly make adjustments to compensate for movement elsewhere in the body. The research team concludes that these changes in sensory motor control may be a risk factor for neck pain and injury. That from the Journal of Electromyography and Kinesiology, April 2018. One of the interesting things about a North American culture is that people... Uh, I don't know, it, it's not straight across the board, obviously, but more times than not, when I'm on the sidewalk, there are a lot of people looking down. These days, if it's not at their cell phone, then that's just how they walk, is by looking down at the sidewalk. And uh, get in the habit, if you can, of keeping your head up, looking forward. And if you're not going to look people in the eyes, then at least definitely look ahead and see what's going on. Don't trip. Watch where you're going still. But be that tall person walking on the sidewalk. Pull your head up and back. Because if you're actually walking or moving somewhere and um, you're not using your cell phone, that's an opportunity to remind your body to be tall. And you should take advantage of that opportunity. Your quote today comes from Henry Ward Beecher. He says, it's easier to go down a hill than up it, but the view is much better at the top. So sometimes the effort we take during the day to create those great experiences is worth it because we can look back and see our accomplishment, makes us feel good, keeps us healthy, engages us in good relationships and progress with our lives, our careers, and everything else that we want to do for ourselves and those around us. So keep yourself healthy, keep working on your daily health habits, and uh, we can support that with your daily health update. So check back in tomorrow and I'll catch up with you then.